This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and we can make robots that fuck, but you can't renew your library card online? Guess I'll just have to go fuck my robot. (laughs) Babs Gray for Congress 2022, baby. (laughs) I have so many questions about that joke. Okay. Love love the platform. (laughs) I am behind it. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and reading the When We Were Young festival lineup over and over again is my skincare routine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Tess Barker, and sorry to have to ask this, but... Does anyone know how to eat a girthy sandwich in public without humiliating yourself? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) And this is lady to lady. Can you eat a sandwich? Neither can we. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'll take any questions now about my opening. Yeah, actually, I'd like to actually go point by point. Um, yes. Uh, let's start with renewing the library card online. What was the impetus behind that? How did you realize it was expired? What? How did that happen? Oh, it's been expired. Okay. <laughs> Something <laughs> happened with my card where I couldn't it doesn't work when I use my number online. It says you have to go to the library in person. Uh, I haven't done that for a long time. I've been listening to a lot of books and I was like, I don't want to pay for this shit. Yeah. I'm going to get that app from the library. And then I realized you can't renew it online. And then I literally went to go (laughs) to the library to renew it. And I just saw a man have a coughing fit and then walk into the Uh, library. I was like, okay, well I'm not going inside. Oh, oh my god Jeez. so you can't renew them online they won't let you you have to that go in person is absolutely ridiculous yeah that's ridiculous that's, that's i even dumb. tried i have a beverly hills library card <gasps> that i used once because i was over in that neighborhood Fancy and i like flex. used it to print something i know yeah no big deal wouldn't that wasn't wouldn't work either you can't even do it beverly wow. hills wouldn't even let you renew online if the city of beverly hills can't get their <laughs> online library membership straightened out what hope do the rest of us have do they have hot towels in the bathroom at the beverly hills library it feels like there would be yeah, some yellow services. eucalyptus sound sound yeah sound, sound bath library sound bath sound time garden. yeah sound yeah. garden yeah Yes. yes. The yes. Band Soundgarden plays there for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soundgarden on sound bowls would be really nice. Mm-hmm. I would enjoy I would yeah. enjoy that. So um what I, my secondary question to the library <laughs> what is the um the sex robot in your head that you're picturing? Yeah. Like what I have the same yeah. question. Um, Elaborate. I actually please. don't have one that I'm picturing because I Googled it and what came up were a lot of torsos with penises attached. And they okay. made me feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah. I don't necessarily want one of those robots. I was just upset that I could get one of those torsos with a dick, and yet I could not renew my library card. I mean, sounds well, to me like you have an audiobook on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I remember applying once to um, uh, be like read horny 
stories or something cool. i think this was just somebody who's getting off to like it was craigslist and they were like i'll pay you to read this and i was like i think you're just jerking off to this i don't think there's yeah, any money but money's money yeah. but, oh but there wasn't money yeah. involved okay but no 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 there was no money um and i I have it's been a while since i've said this but there was a point in the story where he refer you had to say the words referring to your own pussy as hair pie (laughs) you have said that and that's so (laughs) gross Mm. that's Mm. so fucking gross i dislike it i dislike it as much now as they did the first time i heard it yeah Uh. (laughs) just wanted to bring that back for any new listeners just to just to whet your appetite yes (laughs) Just to mm. whet your pie appetite. <laughs> okay. We should say, before we get too far into hair pie, <laughs> yes. we've got a show this Sunday, February 6th. If that didn't whet your appetite to come see us. <laughs> yeah. But we are doing Zoom shows all year. It's 10 years of Lady to Lady, so we're doing 10 Zoom shows to celebrate. And we're starting off with a fucking crazy lineup. Maria Bamford is doing the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Morgan Jay, who's a hilarious comic who does songs and he's got a great voice. And also we have our resident hunk, Ryan Nemeth, of course, with us. So get a ticket, you guys. It's going to be so, so much fun. fun. Stand up from us. Of course. Tom Foolery from us. Of course. It's going to be a blast. And you can, and do I think some touch. surprises in store that, um, maybe some new, a new theme song. Shit. Ooh. There's all sorts of crazy stuff happening at these shows, you guys. <laughs> you got to come to them. You can get your tickets at ladiesunday.eventbrite.com. Uh, tickets are $12. Uh, they start at $12. It's also a VIP to hang out with us after the show, or you can get a package for the entire year. Um, and if you are a Patreon subscriber, then you can get 30% off all your tickets as well. So, you know, you get the code code for that over at our patreon yeah go check it out on the patreon to get your 30 percent off code and come hang out with us sunday february 6th and all of the first sundays of the month the rest of the year except for july so we are so excited um to just start the month off right baby with some laugh em ups absolutely and also if you can't make it on sunday that's fine buy a ticket and we will send you the show uh, afterwards we'll upload it for ticket holders to watch so you know you really don't have an excuse you to not honestly like you sort of Totally don't. <laughs> this isn't like, oh, I got food poisoning. Like, sorry, honey, you can watch it. You can still watch <laughs> There's n- literally. In fact, we will help your food poisoning. I promise that a little bit of lady lady. <laughs> I don't. Just for the record, I don't really promise that. This. But yeah, I will. I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. You're putting, you're putting, you're putting bad stuff in your body. Put some good yeah. stuff into your heart. And that's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> who do we have on the show today, guys? We have a hilarious comic. This woman is, she's just fucking awesome. Like she just released her first hour long special on HBO called fighting words. And you've seen her on they ready on Netflix with Tiffany Haddish's show where she presents a lot of comics that she loves. She's just badass. Like she basically used her special to go back to, uh, Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic and kind of like be with her people and actually like see her dad for the first time. She saw him when she was a little kid, but she hasn't seen him in years. So she sees him in the special and she's fucking hilarious. And we're just very excited to have her on the show. So please enjoy our hangout with Aida Rodriguez. Here we go. Let's Woo-hoo. welcome our guest, Aida Rodriguez. Hi. Hey. Hi. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. Um, your special is out on HBO. How are you feeling? I know it's been out for a little bit now, but like, how, how's the feedback been? It's so fucking great. And I just am excited for you. 
Oh, thank you. Uh, it's been actually pretty good. I, I'm, I drown out the noise. I've had some really good feedback. Some people have really touched me with some of their responses. Um, and I, uh, I'm actually glad that uh, it's over because it was really hard to do. I, I started working on, I got the special deal before COVID and then mm. I started and then COVID hit. Mm. And so uh, every booking that I had in 2020 just disappeared because yeah. they all got started getting canceled. And so I had to pivot and started doing, um, you know, shows on Zoom, which I'm not real. I'm not that good at. I'm not good. I'm not a good Zoom comedian. <laughs> I don't I don't <laughs> know who is. At you the find very- out <laughs> by accident, I guess, if you are. It's not something you start out with. I had someone yeah. ask me like during the pandemic, like, hey, my my niece or nephew, I forget who it was, is trying to like get into stand up right now. Can you give them some tips? I'm like, uh, I guess <laughs> log on to the right Instagram shows. I don't know how you <laughs> do that hustle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was not fun. Yeah. So it was like, and the dog is so funny because it reminded me the first time I got heckled on Zoom, it was a dog. (laughs) (laughs) It was a dog that started barking when I was doing my Zoom show. And I was like, oh, this is a first getting heckled by a dog. We'll take it. (laughs) But, uh, you know, and then I, I had to do Zoom. And then I had to do shows with people who had masks on and were socially distanced. And then I couldn't meet and greet people after the show. So some people were pissed because they didn't believe COVID was real. Oh, great. And then that's who you want to yeah. meet after a show during a pandemic, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then, uh, you know, all up until the special, I did like 32 hours before I taped the special. So I was on the road. I was doing back to back weekends, six shows here, five shows there. And then I get ready for my show and a hurricane the day of my show. No, of course. No, I'm on stage and you can hear the first of all, there's a window behind me. So you the people could see the lightning. So you can see the audience like reacting and then you can hear the rain just pounding on the roof. And I was just like, I got to keep. But but in rehearsal, I twisted my ankle. So I was on stage in pain. So that's why I wasn't moving around a lot while the rain was coming down. I was like, really, God? Like, yeah. really? Like, <laughs> so dramatic. for you that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so to see it now um, on air and that we made it, I was like, you know, I was just relieved because I was like, what's next? Like, I'm going to, you know, I was just like, I just, it, it just was unreal and so I'm happy about it. I'm proud of it. I worked really hard on it. Um, and I just hope that it inspires and that it creates and opens doors for other women and people of color um, because, you know, we we could use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And as if like everything that happened along the way to making that special wasn't a metaphor for women and people of color being able to make anything creative in the first place anyway it's like (laughs) you get hit with pandemics and hurricanes and ankles and all sorts of course (laughs) and 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 then they say hey go go be funny yeah (laughs) but uh, (laughs) not under normal circumstances it it was just a lot i'd like i'm happy yeah i'd love to see one of the guys with one of like one of the many triggered specials go through half of that to put out anything that's worth a shit Never and me too. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they complain about, you know, I complain about the 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 people in the audience or it's seating mm-hmm. them and they're wanting more shows. And, and I'm sitting here like, 
I hope nobody gets COVID and dies. You know, like yeah. I don't, it's I don't so want anybody to get sick. You Seriously. know what I mean? Because some people will come to your show, and and some people were going out with COVID. Yeah, and and endangering others. You know, and I was just like, I don't want anybody to get sick because of coming to see me. Like I really. So that was, I think yeah. based on didn't we didn't we look it up and it was like half of all adults pee in the pool. I, yeah. <laughs> I think based yeah. on those statistics, we can really draw a straight line to this pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is very true. Yeah. If only we had the same thing where, yeah, that green, it turns green in the pool. It mm-hmm. turns green if you are going out and partying while you have. Girls. Yes. We need something like Sorry. that. <laughs> yeah, and I was the kid that would cry because I and I like as a result, like I have a lot of issues with my bladder and kidneys because oh, no. I would hold it. Yeah, I would be like, mommy, I have to go to the bathroom. And all the kids would be like, just be in the pool. And I was like, no. No. Then I wouldn't want to get back in. No, yeah. Because then you're like, oh, you just very quickly said just to pee in the pool. I yeah. So how many times have you peed right now? Yeah. A lot. The whole time. Yeah. Kids, what about the, this how do you is guys why feel about the ocean. What about the world? Oh, ocean pool? is fine because salt. <laughs> Salt and also just the largeness of it. Like you're diluting yeah. it a lot more in the ocean. A pool is a pretty actually small body of water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention that, you know, the oils and all the stuff that they're spilling into the ocean will kill your little urine. Absolutely. <laughs> and honestly, frankly, pee is the least of your problems in the ocean. The least yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, exactly. There's sharks and nuclear waste out there. I mean, a little bit of pee-pee ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That is so funny. You're probably helping, actually. You're helping restore the pH balance. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Speaking of the ocean, you guys, I did, against my better judgment, sign up for a surf lesson in a couple weeks. Ooh. Yeah. Because you guys know I tried to surf for like two years and I never got good at it. But my friend's doing like a birthday thing in Malibu. And she's like, we're all doing surf lessons. And I was like, you know what? Let's get the, I'll get back in the saddle one more time. So are you taking a pre, you're taking for the birthday or you're? It's part of the birth. Okay. No, I'm taking it as part of the birthday extravaganza. And honestly, it was honestly, I feel like my motivations were not great for this lesson because I just didn't want to be the person that didn't take the lesson. Got it. Yeah. I mean, that's a hell of a birthday to say, hey, I just want to get my friends beat up by the ocean for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. To make anyone take a class for birthday. That's a move. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I- and what if somebody doesn't know how to swim? Like, oh, yeah. they can't go to the party. I hope they say no. One of our friends already did say that he was going to be at the beach with a Mai Tai. So I think there is an option. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. okay, good. There's the, <laughs> the Mai Tai crew. Yeah, the Mai Tai crew has been established. Surfing is one of those things that just makes me be like, damn, we really just want to fuck ourselves up because like i like how it looks and yeah. i think it looks fun but i'm like can we just settle with not like trying to go up every giant mountain or like fall down every mountain we're obsessed with just like yeah i'm gonna ride this thing and i'm like we can't just leave it alone <laughs> we don't have to do it. yeah it's it's funny white people sports uh, <laughs> yeah you know they, they tend to be dangerous and <laughs> You know, even skiing is dangerous. You know, like oh, people yeah. are like, hey, you want to do 
But you know, it's fun if you have if you have access and money to do it. Then it's fun. I, I know Tiffany was trying to get me to do some surf lessons with her because mm-hmm. they everybody kept saying it's good it, it's good for your abs. Oh. And I was like, I, I can do crunches and on land, you yeah. know, like <laughs> some dry crunches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does she but, surf? Uh, is Tiffany how does she surf her? She she'll try anything. Like we we went to uh, Cabo. And there was a bunch of us comedians and she had us out in the deepest part of the ocean, jump into the water and make a declaration about uh, how successful we were going to be. Obviously, we didn't do it right because she's the only one that, was like, <laughs> that, that is like uh, trends when she coughs. But um, <laughs> it's so funny. Like we all did this. And I remember I fell off my uh, my wave runner and I banged my leg up and I couldn't get back on the wave runner. And a comedian named Derry Gaines from New York, who's a friend of mine, jumped into the water and saved me and put me on the on the boat. And I had Aww. the biggest bruise on my leg Oof. for the rest of the trip. But we went zip lining. We went and got our she loves the thing where the the fish eat the thing off your no feet. how was that it's creepy i think yeah. that was fun you think it looks fun yeah it, it feels it feels weird and then and the, the funny thing is we're in this uh place in uh greece uh we were in greece and we and we did that so i, I got the two trips confused we were in greece and we did that and james franco was in there um, of course, doing, with his, I feel like he's just his, when you show up in Greece, there's a free James Franco waiting for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was there with his girlfriend. And then t- I'm sitting next to Tiffany and his girlfriend is like, that's Tiffany Haddish. It was so funny. But I was <laughs> all of that was going on. And I couldn't believe that I had these little creepy fish like gnawing on, at my feet. <laughs> and I was just like, it's it weird. But yeah, she's always doing like she loves to do all kinds of stuff. And I I do too. I mean, I went zip lining alone in Cabo, but she just loves all that stuff. So surfing is something she was like, let's go take some surf lessons. Yeah, yeah that's fun. I, I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I like that. I mean, yeah, let's like trying try everything once if you can. Why not? I mean, especially yeah. when it's like you have, you know, I mean, you know. Once you like have the means to do it, like you, you worked, I, she sounds like she's like, is doing it right. You know, so many people like Mm -hmm. they work for stuff and then they just like, she still works obviously, but it's like, you still take the time to have fun and enjoy what you've gotten versus Mm -hmm. just like hoarding more and more and more and more and more. It's like, no, no, have the experiences. You, you worked for this. This is how you stay happy and and light and fun. Well, you gotta have shit to talk about too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that part. Yeah. It it was also the beginning. So she was, you know, she was famous at that time. It was after Girls Trip, but it still hadn't gotten to the point where, so she still had time. And even uh, it was for our friend April Macy's wedding. So she came, she came in, you know, we all went to to Greece for her wedding. We went to Italy and Greece and she made, you know, she had, she had put it on her calendar the year before and she, she's a woman of her word. So she was there, but damn. So was it a bunch of comedians? I'm just imagining arranging a bunch of comedians to do some kind of international trip, which sounds like a nightmare. We're about to do it in a couple months here. That is true. (laughs) So we'll report back. We'll let you all know. Sounds great. It was uh, Christina, Walkinshaw, myself, uh, Tiffany. I'm trying to think of any other of the bridesmaids that were comedians. No, I think it was just us and April. That's four, though. That's enough. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. 
Oh my, that um, that reminds me. I went, yes, our friend's getting married in Mexico in a few months and I'm a bridesmaid and I went to try on a dress yesterday at David's mm-hmm. Bridal. It was just me. It was so awkward. Me and one other woman in the whole place trying on ga- gowns by herself, wedding Ugh. gowns. And I was like, I felt like pressure. I felt like I should be commenting on what she was wearing because no one else oh, was yes. there. Yeah. So she didn't have any friends with her while she was trying on it wedding dresses? It was dresses? just her. Mm. She didn't seem like she cared, but I was just, but so I was always leaving and she, whatever dress she had on was very pretty. I think that was the one she's going to choose. I heard her telling the the woman who worked there, um, it's a small wedding, you know, because it's a small castle. And you know, you can only do what the wow. castle can accommodate. You know, they can only accommodate 50 lords or so. Um, <laughs> so it's at medieval times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wow. That sounds like. But it was wow. also like, I mean, you're getting your dress today. It's bridal. So I get I don't. It was just yeah. a whole. I, I, I want to know what this story is. I also had a David's bridal incident where I was during my wedding. I forget why I was there. I was like with my bridesmaids or something. But there was a woman there who like had, you know, had, I don't know how else to say it except like third wedding energy, you know, (laughs) and she (laughs) was trying on dresses by herself, selected the dress that she wanted. And then, you know how, like when you're at like, I don't know, a chain, like Buca de Beppo and it's your birthday, everyone comes out and does the song, Mm -hmm. the happy birthday song, the David's bridal cast and crew emerged from the walls and started singing this like song this wedding dress song and they were like it's your dream day it's your dream day and she's just standing there alone while all these employees are singing at her and then they go now close your eyes and make a wish for the happiest wedding of all time and it was the most awkward uncomfortable embarrassing degrading (laughs) insane thing i've ever seen I, 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 I believe you. I was just, I mean, I was in awe of the whole story. Like, <laughs> they got to ask you if you want the song before yeah. they bring out the song, especially if you're by yourself. Yeah. No. Half the people don't want the birthday song. I don't know who wants the wedding dress song. Right. <laughs> I've never even heard that that was a thing. Did any of you oh, guys no. ever work at a, a restaurant where you had to do a song? Mm-hmm. Happy, happy birthday from the Roma crew. We wish it was our birthday right. so we could party too. Tony Roma's a place Tony for Tony Roma's. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a Tony Roma's song. Yeah, no. I worked at a steakhouse where I loved it. I was like, I'm in every time. I was like, I want to do the song. I like embarrassing people. (laughs) Me too. I would always, one of the tricks, one of the pranks we always play on each other is we lie and tell people it's their birthday and (laughs) they can can have the people, you know, sing happy birthday to them. Mm -hmm. I hate it when they did it to me, but uh, I I love doing it to one of my friends who's very, very awkward, socially awkward. So yeah, that's the best to just throw it on the person who least wants it the least. Have to, have to. Yeah. You can't do it at Benihana because they need proof of your birthdays so you can get your free meal. But you can do it somewhere else. You can do it everywhere else. (laughs) Wait, the birthday girl eats for free at Benihana? Yeah. Wow. I love Benihana. I love Benihana. I mean, it's. I love when you can, like, watch them play with your food first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the chucking of the shrimp. It's in, it's impressive. It's Does, a skill. Yeah. Okay, there is a commercial ingrained in my head uh, from Benihana 
where the guy goes, it's <laughs> manager's treat month at Benihana. Does anyone else have this in their? Okay. I don't know why, but for some reason, this is like something that's anytime someone says it's my treat, I think it's manager's treat month at Benihana. <laughs> 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 okay. Just, uh, now I'm going to someone, someone listening has that in their head. If you, if you have that in your head, also call us. And tell us, uh, repeat this. Back to us. <laughs> so are you, so now that you've, Ida, you've done, you know, an, an hour, are you like, you're working on the next one? Did you take a break? Or you're just like straight into the next set now? Um, so I wrote my first joke uh, of the special um, the same night, that night, because um, I was in New York. Mm-hmm. And then I started writing and I started going up and um, and then I realized I had 30 minutes new, new minute of new material. And then I got COVID and um, because I got I had been sick. I went to the hospital and um, I had a kidney infection and the doctor said I was suffering from exhaustion mm-hmm. and dehydration. And so um, I, I didn't stop. I kept going back and going back on stage because they make us feel like it's yeah. going to disappear if we don't. Mm-hmm. And then I got COVID and then um, I was down for 14 days. I was out of commission. And then I realized that, you know, Christmas came and went, New Year, the New Year came and went. And I was like, I need to take a break. And so um, I am taking a break right now because I've been on stage a couple of times um, you know, messing around at the Laugh Factory and in the improv, but then I went to the improv and then I got sick again. Mm, yeah. And so now I'm taking a break because I was like, I, I'm listening to the universe. I need to sit down. That can be so hard to like actually hear that message. And it's like, yeah, exactly. Your body starts dysfunctioning. You can barely walk. You can barely get through your day, but you're like, no, I'm, I got to keep going. It's like, no, seriously, just stop. Yeah, yeah. it will be there. <laughs> it's so hard, but it is ingrained to think it's yeah. not going to be, or, you know, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, especially when you're a, a woman in comedy, you're just like, I have to take every opportunity because if I don't, it will never be there again. It's really terrifying yeah. to let go of that and like step back. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, and, you know, you do a special and it's you get you have a moment of grief and uh, you have a moment of sadness because you put so much work into it. And then you're on this this ride and this journey and then it's over and you're like, uh, OK, like. You know, I'm not on TV on a weekly basis. I don't, I, I don't, you know, I, I stand up is what I do. So it was just like, oh, snap, like it's over. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I had the sad, I, my sad moment. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, when I, when I was done with that editing, they sent me an intro, the intro and um, we went back and forth. My editor was amazing and he and I created magic together um, I sat with him through the whole process and then he sent me, he had an idea for my intro and he sent me the idea for my intro and I sat on my couch and I watched it and I cried like, over. I, yeah, I kept watching it over and over again and crying. Cause I was like, Oh, it's really over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's putting that stuff out into the world and being like, go forth my children. I yeah. love you. <laughs> I mean, is I your, yeah, it is a child. I mean, I don't have children, but for me, that's the only thing I can correlate it to. Is like it feels like this is my baby or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was fun though. And then yeah, so I started, and I'll get back in a, in the next couple of weeks. Um, uh, I just needed a break. You need you have to take a mental break when you're a stand up comic. Your brain is always because you don't ever stop. I mean, your your tool is your brain, right? Mm-hmm. So you're always using it. And at some point you have to give it a break. 
Yeah, this is the longest I've not been doing it because of COVID. You know, shows in LA have been like all over the place. And, but it's like when that's happened, when that happened in the past and then I got back up, I was like, oh, okay, I'm still good at this. It's just like, Mm-hmm. It didn't go away. I'm saying, you know, I'm okay. So yeah, it's it's nice to like know that you can take that break and you're going to be okay for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of, we're going to take a break. A segue we'll right back. Hey everybody, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And I'm Ida. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Uh, we're going to play a game and ask you some questions. Here's our stupid theme song. I'm sorry. Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Who, what, where, when? Why? <laughs> the game is called Who, What, Where, When? Why? Um, there are no wrong answers to any of the questions <laughs> okay. okay all right ada uh who is your ride or die elora mason she's my best friend ah oh how long have you guys uh known each other been best friends um so we have been best friends for uh 25 years That's and did you guys meet doing comedy no, I haven't been doing stand-up. I've only been doing stand-up for 13 years. Okay. So. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. But she's from home. She's from back home. You got to have a, a back home best friend is the best. Yeah. Someone who really gets she's you. Like, yeah. Like, it's that, that's like such an important person to have to be able to call because like they knew you before. And they're like, yeah, girl, take it easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's in my special. She's in the documentary part. She was there for, with me. So, yeah, she's she's the godmother of both of, of both of my children. So um, and I'm her son's godmother. But yeah, Hell I, love yeah. I love that. How long do you, how often do you guys like uh, still still talk or is it like at a friendship where you talk every couple of months or is it every like often or? Well, we have our seasons where we talk every day and then when we don't talk every day, she's she just got engaged. So she's um, getting ready for her wedding. But she did call me to tell me that she got engaged and that I'm in a wedding in November. Um, (laughs) But she's uh, yeah, she's 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 my ride or die. Oh, yeah. Okay, but what's some advice you would give to your younger self? Oh, um. Don't sweat the small stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all small stuff, as the book would say. I would definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell me not to obsess over. But it's like, can you? Yeah. It's funny because it's like, would you even take that advice? Because it's so impossible sometimes to, you know, when you're younger, you just obsess over shit that you just can't help. Yeah. I know. Yeah. You don't even realize what small stuff is at that age. You're like, no, this is this is big, and you're like, no, yeah. it's a Facebook comment thread. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've definitely realized. Yeah, as I've gotten older, things to just walk away from, or things to just be like, you know what? In two days, I'm not going to give a shit about this or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff where it's like, okay, just do something else, distract yourself, and you will not care as much about this. But that's what I say. Five minutes. Five, uh, five minutes, five hours, five days, five months, five years. But, and then you think about, is this going to matter in five minutes? Is this going to matter? And that's the stuff. Oh, I like that. 
a hard lesson to learn for me, but mm-hmm. I, I know someone who would put a timer on their microwave and they would only allow themselves five minutes to be pissed about something. And when the timer's off, it's over. I love, good. I love that. <laughs> Throw in a, bo- a bag of pop secret and then you have a treat for yourself <laughs> once you've yes! got <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Where do you go to have some peace and quiet? The beach. Mm. I go to the water. Um, yeah. My grandmother always taught me um, when I when I feel like anxious or I feel like unsettled. And I feel like there are some things that are unresolved in my life and I want answers. I go to the water. Yeah. That's, that's what's, are you a water sign? Do you know? I'm a Virgo. Is that but, uh, so, but um, spiritually and uh, in my family's, not my family, but my cultural religion, uh, yeah, my yeah is my mother. So that is the ocean. She is the, the mm-hmm. queen of the ocean. So the water is home. So mm-hmm. it always calls me. Yeah, there's something so just healing about being near the ocean. And I forget, someone told me once, it was like, there's three ways to to heal a wound and they're all salt. It's either the ocean, hard work, ocean, sweat, or tears maybe was the third one. Maybe it's French yeah. fries. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't for know me it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love French fries. So yeah, so, yeah that, that water. Yeah, I've heard that. So it is the water and um, yeah. I go to the ocean. Hell yeah. I love that. I have like, I I have so, I have probably 50 videos of like different bodies of water where I just will sit quietly at and just the way I can like pull them up and just chill myself out. Like it's in in moments because yeah, it's such a big part of just centering myself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Are you from the West Coast? No, I'm from the East Coast. Okay. Um, um, Yeah. I grew up um, in between. Well, I grew up in Miami primarily. I lived in New York, but now I now I go to New York. Uh, New York is a uh, home for me too. But um, I grew up in the Atlantic Ocean, so the water was warm and inviting. Yeah. Lucky, I know it's so fucking cold here. Different, yeah, yeah, yeah. That wa- that water is for dolphins, whales, and <laughs> seals. It's not for people. Truly, <laughs> truly. Yeah, nah, yeah, I'm from, from the East Coast too. And I remember coming out here being like, I can't wait to swim in the Pacific all the time. I'm so close. And then I was like, oh, it's cold. It hurts. Yeah. I'll just look at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have to be real. I have to be like on fire to get into the Pacific Ocean. It's just yeah. so, and it's so inviting looking. It's like the fake desserts at restaurants. It really is. That's a great description. I'll get it. I like it. I like you do. I mean, it's, you know, it's the only we're here. It's what I've got. So I'm going to go for it. (laughs) I also haven't been I I guess I haven't been in the Atlantic. So I know it's nice. You know, it's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's much more chill. And uh, yeah, it's I, I love it. I grew up I'm I grew up going to Ocean City like all the time as a kid and I grew up on like the Chesapeake Bay basically too so we're just mm-hmm. always in the water yeah and like we didn't have a boat but I had like enough friends that had, their families did so I got to like really take advantage of just like being out all the time which was awesome mm-hmm. yeah the water's uh more still mm-hmm. um in on the east coast the Atlantic Ocean so I bathed in the Atlantic the Indian uh the Pacific the Mediterranean mm-hmm. uh, see mm-hmm. I've been in the I also went to Israel and got in the Dead the, the Dead Sea. Oh. Uh, so um, the best ocean I've ever been in is the Indian Ocean. When I went oh, to yeah. Seychelles, that water was 
be clear and beautiful um, and warm. And it was, but the Pacific Ocean is, if I go to the beach at night sometimes, it's so volatile. Like yeah. it's like scary. Yeah. 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 It's so not a great name for it, really. It should be like <laughs> <laughs> the angry ocean. <laughs> yeah, no. That's what we were. We were always taught on the East Coast is like the Pacific is angry and the Atlantic is peaceful. Like their the hmm. letters are swapped. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Is the, you know, East Coast versus West Coast feud. So true. <laughs> oh, in every way possible. <laughs> they, serve, they both serve their purpose, right? They're both beautiful. But it's like the Pacific Ocean is a lot more uh, alive. It really talks to you and it will take you. You got to be careful. It will carry you away. It's mm-hmm. so... I know I've been like out there before and just kind of like floating and they'll look up and be like, I'm very far from the beach. And yeah. Like fucking scared all of a sudden. You see all your friends like two miles away. You're like, how did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What, uh, when is your favorite time of the day? Um, my favorite time of the day is the morning when I get a, I'm a, I'm a morning person. Nice. I get What's going. That? What's that like? <laughs> I had no choice because I had kids. So right. even with stand up, like sometimes I'll get home at two and the, my daughter swam. So swimming practice started at earlier <laughs> four or five in the morning. So we get up at four. Mm-hmm. So some days I would come home and just take a nap and then take my daughter to swim. Um, but I, I'm, I've always been a morning person. I wake up with my mom and my mom is on the East Coast. So wherever she is, my heart is with her. So I always wake up Aww. with her. And so, yeah, I don't wake up. I get up really early. I mean, my sister texted me while I was doing the podcast and she said, are you okay? Cause I, I've usually heard by you, heard from you by now. Cause I'll, <laughs> I'll call, I call my niece in the morning before she goes to school. You do. That's so yeah, sweet. I, yeah. So that's four in the morning. Cause she's, uh, she's on the East coast. So when do you sleep? I'm trying to learn. Um, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't slept in a long time. Like I, like a long, I don't, I, there's, I mean, I went years sleeping only three, four hours a night. Mm. So now I've been practicing how to sleep longer because I need it. You know, I know. Really? Yeah. When you're like doing that, I mean, I obviously don't have kids, so I don't know that part, but like just doing stand up and like really being in it and you're just like, yeah, I can live on four hours of sleep like nothing and then get older yeah. and you're like, all right, fuck, I have to like actually sleep. <laughs> not, it's not <laughs> sustainable. Yeah. You will get sick. I thought that my face just had like permanent bags on it. And then I slept one night (laughs) and I was like, oh, that's all I had to do. Like I was considering plastic surgery, various (laughs) lotions, and all I had to do was sleep eight hours and they went away. Yeah, I enjoy, I have my like Fitbit that tells me how long I slept and it'd be like eight hours. Great job. And I'm like, thanks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Good for me. (laughs) <laughs> that's funny i love it why is it so satisfying when your watch congratulates you it's so yeah, embarrassing robot so We've embarrassing conditions to be to look for the carrots wherever we can find them <laughs> yeah green star uh, i close i look for that closed exercise ring like mm. you you would think there's gold at the end of it like i know right? it's so our little like animal brains are just like show me i want the gold star yeah. yeah. Like, can I put this on a resume? Like, yeah, I've done all this stuff, <laughs> but also I close my rings every day. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like 11.55. Have you ever, it's like 11.55 and you're just like four calories away. So you do a quick little 
She, yeah. I had that the other day. I was like running in the, I had like a hundred steps to make my step goal. And I was just like in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Exciting. I, spend, I, I was, I, I spend in the morning. So I, uh, uh, that's I, if I don't work out in the morning, it's probably a wrap. Like, oh, so same. I, have to get I need to get that shit over with. There's no way it's happening. Yeah, anymore. it's best to start before you're awake enough to realize what you're doing. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to look at it for sure. Yeah, I can come but, up with any excuse in the fucking world if it's later in the day. Just like anything will. Well, because then you get into like the shower crunch of it all because you're yes. like, oh, yes. I have to take a shower before this evening activity. But oh, no, I've, oh, no, I, my, I stopped my math. <laughs> I fucked up my math. My math yeah. is off. And then, yep. you, and then you take an angry shower and a shower should never feel angry. You should always be <laughs> happy that it's happening. <laughs> yeah. That was the thing is like, I want to take a shower and get on with my day. Mm-hmm. And if I have the workout like lingering, hovering. It's like, it just, I don't know why I was just talking to myself saying, what is it going to take for you to enjoy working out? <laughs> like this is, this yeah. is you taking care of your body. Like you, you're doing something good for yourself. And I just, I'm like waiting for it to end. Yeah. 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 It's tough. It's like, everyone says like, you should find the thing that you love to do, but it's like, that's, I like dancing and stuff, but it's, not uh, you know i'm not gonna get up and do that every morning like yeah it's just uh yeah yeah (laughs) okay okay last question before we go to break this is the big one which everyone always gets asked but why did you become a comedian um i became a comedian honestly um i did it to it was cathartic for me i was during a time really bad time in my life and um, when I would just started doing stand up while I was homeless and um, I would have people send me angry messages like you had two children. Like, why would you do that? And I, I didn't I had a full time job. Wow. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't like going for the dream while we were, you know, yeah. under under the freeway. And I'm like, I'm going to go to this open mic, guys. But I uh, it was cathartic for me. It was a hobby. It was something that I that I would do, even though I dared to dream to do it on a professional level. At the time, it was something I would go to the Westwood Brewing Company at night. Yeah, and I, would just, I would get on stage, and it was, um, it was freedom for me. I couldn't afford therapy. It was just a way to mm-hmm. get some of the stuff off my chest and work through some things and doing something that I liked. So that's why I started it, and then started paying off. Yeah, it's amazing. I wish more people would realize how close everybody is to. Uh, being houseless you know it's like one one bill or one you know jo- something that doesn't come through and it's like no it, it's it happens very 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 fast for people like it's not <laughs> yeah I, I kept seeing people you know trying to make that point over especially over the last few years but i don't think it really gets through to most yeah you know i i went through uh a really ugly uh, situation with where I was working. I was working with a company that wasn't based here mm-hmm. and they, uh, they wrote off my, my home as their West coast office. And, you know, um, there were some things that happened with my ex-husband and the owner of the company that I worked with and I paid the price. Um, so I had a sheriff come to my house and remove me and my children from 
that wow. I, didn't, I didn't I didn't I wasn't getting the notices because the notices were going uh-huh. to their office because they were writing my place off. So Jesus. it was really uh, you know it was a tough time and a lot of people who are on the street I always you know everyone is not mentally ill though many people are struggling with mental illness but there are many people struggling with mental illness inside of houses mm-hmm. yeah. so you know we're just we just don't address the the crisis that that is that in this country and and abroad also um i was working really hard i had a full time job and i lost everything and it takes a long time to get back on your feet and some people give up cuz they lose hope you know but it's not as easy to get back on your feet once your credit is shot, you've lost everything, you don't have a bank account, you know, you're just surviving at this point. So what, how did you like, what gave you that hope? And what, what do you think it was that kind of made you keep persisting? My kids, um, my kids are always the why when I'm not enough. And they've taught me that I am enough. <laughs> and my daughter's like, no, you, you are enough to fight for, not just me. But it was them. Um, and, you know, I wanted my kids to have normalcy. Uh, they had always had it. Ugly divorce. Um, and a lot of women who have divorces struggle financially because a lot of us, you know, we don't make as much money as men. We are um, we are a lot of us are held captive because of that, mm-hmm. and especially if you have kids. So it was a lot of stuff that went into the situation it wasn't me being lazy and not wanting to work or being careless about my money. Uh, a lot of people in this country are under earners and they, they don't, you know, they need to survive. And so, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I remember getting like, my eyes got really open to that when like uh, I had a car that got towed years ago for, I had paid the tickets, but like they hadn't gotten marked off in the right, whatever, the, all that bullshit doesn't matter. But I like, went to go pick it up finally. And it was like hundreds of dollars. And I was like, well, I'm thankful that I have a flexible day. And like, I can like, like my dad helped me pay for that. Cause at the time I was like a broke comic that just like, didn't have an extra $500. And I was like, Oh, this would be an extra hundred dollars a day. If I didn't have that, imagine like having a job that wouldn't let you off that, you know, this is, he's uh, like, well, Oh, now you've lost your car. Now you can't get to work. Now you still are going to yeah. have to pay this eventually. And I was like, and it just gets more expensive the yeah. longer you don't have yeah. money. And it's like one thing becomes so devastating. And I was like, imagine being somebody that had, you know, like, you know, I, I, I was very lucky when that happened. And I was like, Oh no, yeah. you, uh, such a small thing can ruin your life. And, and it will take, you know, months, years to build it, to get you back to the place again. And it's like just yeah. an important thing, I think for everybody to just really realize where, how quickly how quickly shit can happen and from yeah. places you don't even expect it, even when you've done the right thing too, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I experienced a lot of shame and I felt like it was my fault. Like I, I was like, I wasn't being vigilant mm-hmm. enough with what was going on, I, but I was a single mom taking care of two kids. I was divorced. I was in California by myself. I didn't have uh, my nearest relative was 3000 miles away. And I had to just learn to give myself grace. It can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you've seen people who you saw on television, you know, on, on the street and you hear about it all the time. And it's just important that we talk about that kind of stuff. You know, I was just seeing this morning that um, they were asking the dancers for the Super Bowl to work for free for uh, <laughs> yeah. 72 hours yeah. of work. 
And so they can go dance for Dr. Dre and Mary J. Blige and Eminem, all these rich people. And they make millions and millions and millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, Can I say, though, since you brought it up, I actually looked into doing that because (laughs) I really want to see the halftime show this year. Because I was like, this is such a good lineup. And my husband's a big sports guy. I was like, I just want to see the halftime show. Is there any way you can get us in? He's like, no, tickets are like $5,000. And I literally Googled how to be a dancer because I was like, maybe I'll just see it as a performer. But you're right. They don't pay them. And the conditions were like, you have to be cool with being in a holding cell for 48 hours. And then they like unleash you. And then they bring you back. And you have to sign a confidentiality agreement. So they don't want anybody to know. So you mean to tell me all these big corporations, uh, Doritos, Pepsi, all of them every year, they generate so much money. The tickets are so expensive, but they don't respect. And a lot of dancers are unhoused. So, wow, because because I, I did a campaign for them during um, during uh, COVID for uh, I was working for Prop 21. And we learned that a lot of people who are dancers because they don't have a union and they're not taken care of. They're like comedians. Yeah, it's actually a yeah. huge actually. Yeah. Dancers getting paid properly is a huge issue everywhere. Yeah, and like yeah. especially the women who dance in strip clubs and places like that. Mm-hmm. really could use some employment protections. They're treated terribly. Yeah. Yeah. Tessa's really done a lot of reporting on, uh, on, uh, cheerleaders and dancers for the, for the teams and stuff. And it's horrific when you see how little they're valued. You're like, are you, and it's serious? that thing too, where they treat it like you should feel lucky that you're here. Yeah. So that's hold that yeah. over your yeah. head and like, mm-hmm. Oh, well then who cares if you're here for free? Yeah. 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 They're like, you're welcome. Like that's, you get to be, <laughs> Around yeah. people who are making millions of dollars and you don't get to do anything. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's sad. I don't like it. And I actually tweeted about it because I was pissed. That is absolute bullshit because what makes more money than the goddamn Super Bowl? Like that is, yeah. I think the entire nation's economy runs on that one ball game. You know, yeah. like it's insane. It's yeah. totally, and I don't think it's a coincidence that these are, this is a really female dominated art form. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. No, it isn't. And, you know, I was married to a football player and my friend was a dancer and uh, she was getting $25 a show, a game yep. mm-hmm. to dance. Yeah. $25. And she was practicing. She had a full time job that, you know, she would she was nonstop because she had to go to practice and rehearsal. And it was $25 for her to go dance. And I, I was just like, this is unbelievable. This is gross. It's just, no, and it's the, such a high-skilled job. She probably trained her entire life to get that job. Yep, she and did. In the, yeah, and the reporting that Tess has done, it's like, and also you pay for all your own makeup and your cl- your hair, and you have to be this appear this certain way that costs you all that money, you know, and you have to do free appearances, places, like... Mm-hmm. Exploitation of women all the time. And it's, it's, it's pretty gross, because if, if those were dudes dancing... The pay would be higher. Mm-hmm. They would have the accommodations. I mean, they practice just like the football players. Maybe mm-hmm. they don't generate the money that the football players do, but they still should be respected. There's enough money in the industry to be able to pay them a decent wage. Absolutely. And especially oh, yeah. because it's a job you only do for a few years, you should like leave that job and be able to buy a house. Nobody's yeah, right. saying you should get the same contract as the players. That is a different skill set. But 
Well, yeah, but it's yeah. like essentially, yeah, you're giving up your body for this skill and you are part of the team, but people just don't view them that way. Yeah. Ugh. And they should they should also get uh, paid for being on television because, mm-hmm. you know, we get paid for being on television yeah. like that. That's a yeah, like fucking extras are getting paid. Why aren't they like you're not even going to give them that base amount of money? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a union that gives them health care. You know, <laughs> it would be it would be nice. <laughs> Okay, we have to take a... We have to go solve the patriarchy. We'll We'll, we'll be (laughs) right back. I know. (laughs) Okay, everybody, we're back. I'm Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. I'm Ida. And we're going to do a lady problem. If you have one, you can send them to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com or give us a call There's no going back. (laughs) I think uh, I think you did the right thing because that type of distress during pregnancy well, that definitely can affect your child. And you don't want to bring your child into the world stressed out. Like, I think that just like you found that job, you'll find another job. You jobs right now are people are looking for people to work because a lot of people stopped working after the pandemic because they realized that <laughs> there's a lot of bullshit happening. But I think, I think you'll find a job. You can yeah. probably find a job from home. And, um, and I think you'll, you'll be in a much better place uh, for yourself. And, and you have to believe that you will, if you were able to get that job, you can get another one. Yeah, I completely agree. And it's also like, just trust I think she probably had some kind of intuition yeah. just quitting this job. Like maybe it was the universe. I think it was your intuition telling you this because you clearly got pushed to, a, you knew exactly what you were doing. You did the right thing. You were listening to that voice that was just like, 
I can't be here. And so not only do I think you shouldn't be worried, I think you should be proud of yourself for following through with your gut, you know? Yeah, I mean, jobs are like men, you know? There's plenty of shitty ones out there, and there's another one around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Who said it? (laughs) Yeah, you don't need this stress right now. And I think you said you have an interview in half an hour, so you're obviously already on it, you know? So you're going to follow through in the way that you need to. So you obviously know, you know, and I'm sure if you... If you're, you know, having a baby now, you're also like, oh, shit, I got to do this. Sounds like you know what to do. So I think, yeah, just be, I mean, be glad that you fucking felt that and you got out because. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are the lessons that you're going to want to teach your kid anyway to like be respected, be taken care of. Like your mental health comes first and foremost, especially, you know, right now with everything. I mean, that's, you know, you're, you're doing it right. Like, you know. Yeah, I think it's hard when you've never quit a job to like, you know, because obviously you, you don't want to be, you don't want to pretend that like everything's fine. You can get another one. You know, it's scary. It's that same thing. You know, they hold it over you and yeah. say like, are you sure you're going to get anything else? But yeah, you absolutely can. There are plenty of people looking right now. So yeah, exactly. Jobs loves to be like, we're a family. We're your friends. Come on. Until they like treat you like shit. And yep. like, oh, wow. Interesting. Interesting. You're the family that I cut out, actually. I love uh, it. <laughs> also, she quit and they were like, they did that thing where like when you stop a subscription and they're like, but what if we give you a better deal? And they were like, we, we can make you a better sales agent. She's like, I don't want no. this. No, this is this is not what I want to do. The first all. step of her <laughs> taking care of her child. That's a maternal, her maternal instinct already kicking in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A thousand percent. Yeah. Absolutely. And congratulations. I feel like you're like, this is a good, you're kind of at a crossroads in a really good way. Like you're kind of starting a new era of your life. You got rid of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Rocket. Yeah, and yeah. it's not like you're, you know, seven months along or something like that. Like you're eight weeks, like you've got time to figure something else out and get in there. Yeah, you know what I mean? Hopefully mm-hmm. time something that has a decent yeah. uh, maternity leave, which I know is like a huge yeah. issue in a lot of jobs. But. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're in a worker's market now, too. So, like, go out for a lot, you know, you hopefully will be able to ask for, for something that makes a lot more sense for you, too. So, fingers crossed. Yes. Let us know where you end up at. And uh, we're excited. We're Get excited it. for you. <laughs> okay, do we have time for one more? Um, I think we got this quick one, yeah. Yeah. Hey, ladies. Love your show. I, um, I have a question about, I know, like, how much, like, communication should you try to have with men that just I I guess I'm confused because like I feel like the more I ignore them the more they respond to it like I have to act like a fucking house cat honestly and like the more I like don't respond or just play it cool and don't like don't go chasing after them the more they want my attention and you know what I'm just fucking sick of it it's like honestly like Yes. Anyway, is it me or is it men? Because I'm starting to think it's men. So, yeah, any clarification you have on that would be so appreciated. Thanks. <laughs> it's been a lot of eyebrow raising, a lot of nodding during your, your voicemail. <laughs> Just so all you know. I, can, I can only ever think of tail is all this time. 
<laughs> yeah, it sucks. It fucking sucks. Everyone wants to say, oh, I don't want to play games, but then that seems like it's the only effective way. I, I mean, we can say it on here a million times, but like you shouldn't be chasing anybody. You know, you shouldn't be waiting on texts. You shouldn't. It should be easy and you shouldn't be like killing yourself over like, does this guy like me? Is he going to talk back to me? But easier said than done. I would so. say um, I believe in uh, the laws of attraction. And so whenever I had a lot of drama in my life, um, I, I believe that you should be what you want. And I had to look within. Um, I think that if you are dating somebody who responds when you ignore them, you should get rid of that person because that person is playing games and that shit is exhausting. And that whole thing, you know, I've been told, oh, you want to get this man, you just need to be aloof. I'm like, no, I need to just be gone because anybody that I got to if I got to ignore you for you to want to <laughs> be with me, that's too much work. It, it is emotional labor and it is toxic mm-hmm. And it is un- it's not good for you. You don't want to be with somebody who only responds when they that means that person likes to be mistreated like that person has something they are. That's how mm-hmm. they there's something in their in their wiring that responds to that because of their own trauma. And that's just going to continue to rub you. Once you really focus on yourself and you start really honoring yourself and understanding your worth. And really doing all of the things that you want somebody to do for you, that'll show up in your life. Um, but I, I think, and another thing I think, I think we've been fed so much crap about what the ideal man is for us since we were little with the shot knight and shining armor and all of this stuff. So we live in disappointment yeah. because we're always looking for somebody who doesn't exist because people are imperfect. And I think a lot of times we set ourselves up for disappointment. So just remember that you are the magic. And if you honor the magic, then the magic will show up for you. And anybody who acts like that, I've been there. Get out. Because that that person is going to wear you down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, like, in that situation, you're basically alone anyway. So just be alone. Like, the more comfortable you can be with being alone, the more that what's yours will naturally come to you. Yeah. So, like, yeah, just learn. It's like, yeah. Fucking open a bottle of wine, have some nice cheese. If someone wants to come over and share it with you, cool. If not, you still have wine and cheese. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, those. That's a person. That's a person that's not gonna be there when you all. When you also when you're going through something, that's when they're really gonna disappear. When you like want them there, and like that's Mm -hmm. that's not that's not a relationship. That's not a partner. That's not a person worth having around because it's just not. <laughs> oh, I'm having a lot of flashbacks. I Thanks. I was like <laughs> I, I yes. was walk, I was thinking the other day of this guy that I met. Like I went out dancing alone and I met this guy and we hooked up and then like I te- I I like drunkenly texted him like a year later and he I was like he was like what's up? You want to hook up? And I was like I just want to hug and he was like oh, oh. no. <laughs> he said oh no. He texted oh no. Oh. He said oh no. <laughs> and i was just so like i was so lonely and just like uh like Uh, i was trying to say i knew what i wanted which was i didn't want to just hook up and i was like well that's i was like hey he's whatever i get it you don't want that but like man it's very it's just so hard when you know you want that from someone and they're not giving to you it's it's the worst but you're better than that. Yeah, fuck him. No. It's not worth it. I just want to reiterate this because this has been a theme I'm seeing IRL too. <laughs> Ladies, I 
Oh my God. You're amazing. You are amazing. You, every, don't ever let anyone fucking disrespect you. Like I am seeing so many people who are just being treated like just amazing people being treated like shit. And I just want to remind everyone listening, you're awesome. Don't deal with any bullshit. Trust me. Something better is coming. The world is full of dick. The world is full of dick. My dad, (laughs) my my dad say, uh, you can go outside the door and get hit upside the head with a dick. Like he was like, it's everywhere. He's like, dick dick is mindless. it, It is available to the masses. And it doesn't come with, he would always tell us, you are the superior creatures. Like, I'm just letting you know, just understand your value. He was like, we, we, we are second to you. That is why we come from you. Like he always used to tell us, but he was like, cause my, I was a virgin. And I remember saying, cause they were so strict. And I was like, uh, nobody's going to ever want me. I'm never going to have sex. He was like, you can walk out that door right now and get hit upside the head with a dick. <laughs> And if it sounds funny in English and in Spanish, 10 times more. It's like, ah, did you just say that? <laughs> <laughs> A whole new meaning yeah. to reigning men. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's thank been great you for having me. This has been fun. Chat with you. <laughs> Yeah, and awesome. um, yeah, tell everyone where they can find you, where they can find what you're up to these days online and everything. So funny, A-I-D-A, funny Ida on Twitter and Instagram. My Instagram page got hacked last week. I got it back and then it got hacked again on this Saturday. So the last two Saturdays it's been hacked. So hopefully I'll get it back soon. I don't know what happens on Saturdays uh, in the, you know, <laughs> where they're trying to get a hold of my bank account or whatever. But um, so I am, uh, but I'm on 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 Twitter and then on Facebook, it's Ida.Rodriguez. And usually um, people know where I'm going to be because I tell them I'll be at Caroline's the last weekend of February and at Comics Mohican Sun the first weekend of March. And uh, that's it right now for the year. Like, I'm really taking a break. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And check, check out her special on HBO. Oh, yes. Thank amazing. you. It's on HBO Max. <laughs> so it's streaming. HBO Max. Streaming right now. Yeah. Hell right. yeah. Thanks, thank Ida. you. And thank you guys. We will see you next week. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hi, ladies. This is Sam. I just listened to your episode with Reem, and you guys were talking about um, being freaked out by dolls after you saw Chucky. And I just had to tell you about my amazing Amy doll that I grew up with. That literally would tell me, I need new batteries, even when the batteries were out. Talk about real life freaky. Um, anyway, just thought I wanted to share with you all. Love you, ladies. Bye. Hi, ladies. It's Amanda. I work for a car parts company and run a 4,000-plus car salvage yard. So I'm here to help you with the door problem. Tire inflator kits that come in the cars are filled with the the can that comes with it is filled with the same stuff that's in a can of fix a plot. Fix a plot isn't necessarily bad for the tire, but when you go to have your tires changed or worked on or anything, make sure you let them know because if you don't, they will be sprayed with the fix a plot material. 
Um, also, your car should be coming with stairs. If it's not in your trunk, look under the car. If you guys have any other car questions, I got you.